welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Roseberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Wednesday, January 13th, and the market was mixed. Small caps stalled while we saw sectors like real estate and utilities both gain over 1%. Where did the market move today? Definitely saw some rotation out there today. REITs, aka Real Estate Investment Trust, were very strong on the back of a Jeffries note upgrading the whole sector. They were expecting the sector's earnings to be down 20% in 2020 you know, because of the pandemic, but the numbers were only down 3.5%, avoiding a huge disaster. So watch for today to be a change of composure to the upside for the REIT sector in general. But yesterday, we were talking about the remarkable run the small caps were on, already up nearly 8% to start the year. We were talking about how it was surprising the big NASDAQ names like Amazon, Apple, Microsoft haven't participated in the rally the past few weeks. But today, we got that rotation. The small caps lagged closing nearly down a percent as the NASDAQ led closing nearly up a percent. So rotation is generally healthy within bull markets. This morning, Intel announced that its CEO will step down and current VMW CEO Pat Gelslinger will take the reins. The stock gapped up and gained 7% as it appears investors are pleased with the new hire. Is Intel heading in the right direction here? Man, big news for Intel here. So we recently spoke about Intel just before the New Year's that Dan Loeb, who's an activist investor at a third point capital, was pressuring the company into addressing the company's loss in market share, as well as the departure of the top chip designers. Third point has a billion dollar stake, so their opinions hold some weight. Intel's been getting crushed by AMD in the chip battle over the past year or two, as well as NVIDIA in the AI space. But a week ago today, we were seeing headlines that CEO Bob Swan held a call with Dan Loeb and... CEOs taking calls from angry activist investors rarely works out well for them. But so today, you know, naturally we hear Bob Swan is doing the honorable move, stepping down and they're hiring VMware CEO, Pat Gelsinger. Gelsinger is an industry veteran who worked at Intel for over 30 years. He's always pushed innovation. And this is why Intel stock responded so dramatically to the upside today. GameStop has been hot since the market bottom last March. Then today it popped another 57% and closed at its highest price in over four years. Is this an epic short squeeze mixed with a potential turnaround story here for GameStop? Yeah, you nailed it, Riley. Coming into the day, something like 15% of the float was short GameStop. So the company announced some big turnaround news, and the combination of the two made the stock explode. The announcement was that GameStop was adding three members to their board after reaching an agreement with activist investor RC Ventures. RC Ventures' managing director is the co-founder of Chewy, the online pet retailer, which has become a high-flying stock by focusing on digitization in the new post-COVID world. This likely means we'll see GameStop selling off a ton of its real estate assets in order to invest in new growth areas. So was it the short squeeze that caused the move or was it the shakeup of the board? Kind of uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg situation here. But it should be noted, Michael Burry from The Big Short, he's getting killed in the media because he's vocally shorting Tesla at these levels. He was vocally buying GameStop stock around six seven dollars in july 2019 he was catching a lot of heat for that as well a firm and online payments company ipo today the stock opened a hundred percent above its initial target range as of today's close a firm is worth roughly 12 billion do you think we'll see more insanity from the ipo market 
this firm was one of the IPOs I've been more excited about in recent history. So they're the company that, who lets you finance small purchases like clothing. And in this generation, that sounds like a big winner to me. The story of this one is the same we heard all 2020. The hot IPO was oversubscribed, opened up 100% from where it priced, and didn't leave much meat on the bone for retail investors, at least on day one. And it wouldn't surprise me if this IPO had stayed hot from the action we saw today. Both Airbnb and DoorDash, the most recent big IPOs, had to sell off before they were able to move higher. I'm not sure if we'll see that with a firm. And by the way, DoorDash just passed FedEx in market cap today. So yes, more insanity from the IPO market to come. We have another big name debuting tomorrow, Poshmark. The initial price range is 35 to 39 a share as the company looks to raise a cool quarter billion. Poshmark is an online marketplace connecting buyers and sellers of apparel similar to eBay, but with more of a social twist. Are you excited about Poshmark's potential here? Yeah. I mean, like I was just saying, we saw record gains out of IPOs last year where investors are buying up seemingly any sort of growth name. Renaissance Capital has an IPO ETF and last year was actually its best year ever. So on that notion where we saw a firm able to run today and Poshmark fits the mold of successful IPOs, definitely looking forward to this one. I won't look to buy it day one because of the likelihood it's going to open up 100%, but it'll likely be at the top of my radar over the course of the next few weeks. We'll see where they open this thing tomorrow, though. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see it open around 75 bucks. All righty, Shake. That's all we got for today. We'll reconnect again tomorrow after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.